time is it? You know what time it is? Time for the One Life Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to One Life, where we live in faith every day. We are the show that is fun, transparent, and we are necessary. It is your girl, Cece Eccles. We minister to the mind, the body, the soul, and the spirit. Go ahead, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, y'all. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, depending upon where you're listening to us from. How is everybody doing? Happy, 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 happy spring. Um, yeah, we've been getting some interesting weather. You know, some sometimes it's raining, sometimes it's gorgeous, sometimes it's doggone cold. <clears throat> but it's been some interesting weather here that we've been getting. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. I love you, love you, love you, love you guys. Um, I always want to show appreciation because... You could be listening to any other podcast, but you choose to rock with me and to stay with me. So I certainly appreciate that. With that being said, uh, how many of y'all raise your hand if you listened to last week's episode? Yeah, I see you. So shouts out to my girl, Christian Godfrey. She actually did an amazing job. Um, Last week, we talked about why I denounced AKA and our special guest was Christian Godfrey. And she did an amazing job, y'all. So if you miss that particular episode, you can check it out. Whatever platform you're listening to me now on is the same platform that you can listen to that episode. Um, I want to also, uh, hopefully guys, you are enjoying our spring series of conversations with CC. We're going to be doing, you guys can send any questions that you want to any topic, send it to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. And we're going to talk about it. How about that? That's going to be conversations with CC. Not sure when we're going to actually, um, kick it off. Um, but we're going to continue having conversations with CC. So if you guys have any topics that you want to discuss anything, uh, we're going to talk about it here. Okay. All right. Send it to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com conversations with CC Eccles. All right. Also guys, June the 16th to June the 17th, my girl Latrice Ryan, Unshakable Faith, she's going to be having her annual conference. So she is a powerful woman of God. Um, I discovered um, Miss Latrice Ryan. Um, I first heard of her on Facebook. Actually, she was doing like a Facebook live prayer and she's just a little intercessor and a little powerhouse. So I um, want you guys to go to her, just to her website to support her. That's going to be June 16th and 17th. So go to usfaith.org. Want to also say um, congratulations to Vanessa Baldwin. She has another bi-monthly 
magazine issue out. Um, She has definitely been diligent and faithful with that. So guys, if you want to receive your free copy, free, 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 free copy, go to hello at soldoutsisters.org. And this issue, this biweekly issue is going to cover from May and June because we now do it um, biweekly. So you can definitely check it out. She has some beautiful illustrations. The word of God is so powerful. So if you need some extra inspiration and encouragement, you definitely want to check out sold out sisters magazine. Now our fruit, our fruit for the week is going to be, it's going to be prunes, prunes, dried plums. Now they contain fiber, um, and it also, um, has antioxidants and it helps to reduce constipation. I happen to like prunes. I really, really do. I eat, I eat them. Um, so if you've never tried prunes, sometimes you got to go back to the old landmark <laughs> or what your grandmama, your great grandmama used to use, you know, but, um, I do incorporate prunes in my diet. And if you think that that's something you might want to try also, then check with your doctor. But prunes is definitely high in fiber and it helps to reduce constipation. And I want to... You know, last week was a very um, interesting week for me. I got one of my friends who um, I've known um, for years. We she went home. She went home to be with the Lord. Right. So we had her home going. So her home going service was last week. And um, then I got news that my classmate husband had passed. Then I got news that my old co-worker's son was killed in the military. And then I got news that my former pastor, Pastor Colette Lewis Gumby, had went home to be with the Lord. So <laughs> y'all last week it was it was a lot going on to say the least. I want to take a second to talk um in regards to Pastor Gumby. Um I shared with you guys how I was ministered to at the bank. Well, um, the person who ministered to me attended Green Pastors and she invited me to to attend a service. And the rest is history. I joined the church and um, got married to my first husband there and just some really beautiful memories there. And I recall going there and I like I said, I was I was still freshly um, saved I had not accepted Christ that long and they had just got the balcony. They had just built the balcony. And I said, I don't know anybody because they said, stand with your family because my family was going to a different church and they said, stand with your family. And I'm like, I don't know anybody. And I will never forget this. Um, His name was Terry McMullen. He was, he, he and I used to go to high school together and he said, you stand with my family. He said, yes, you do. You stand with my family. And something so simple, bless my soul, because I guess I'm in a season of connection (laughs) and you don't find churches, you know, like that now. And I remember if somebody was getting married and had a shower, whether you got an invitation or not, you showed up with the gift. 
I remember when somebody had a baby shower, whether you knew them or not, you showed up to support with a gift. So Pastor Colette Gumby will be missed by many. She instilled in me balance, balance, um, integrity, um, um, doing things in the spirit of excellence. And a lot of times I personally feel that the body of Christ, if nobody is doing nothing in excellence, the body of Christ should be doing things in the spirit of excellence. Amen. Um, because it's a reflection of, of who Christ is in you. And we want to make sure that we offer Christ our very best that we have to give our very, 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 very best because you're doing things in excellence. So may her soul rest in eternal peace. She is going, she's well beloved. Um, just a beautiful, was a beautiful person, a beautiful soul. And, um, she's going to be truly, 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 truly missed. Um, I love you, Pastor Gumby. So when we come back, I can't wait to share with you guys what we're going to be talking about on today. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Back in a moment. Hey, y'all. What's up? Listen, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to ask whatever question you want to ask on whatever topic you want to talk about. It's going to be conversations with CC Eccles. Send your questions or topics to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. We're going to be bringing in some special guests. We're going to have fun, but just remember it's going to be from a biblical perspective. Okay. Send your questions, send your topics to the cceclesgroup.com. You never know. Your topic could be selected. All right. Life lesson number seven. You know, back in the day, I would remember going over to my grandmother's house and we used to catch what's called lightning bugs. Um, they are little bugs that actually would glow at night. Well, you don't see very many lightning bugs now. But I thought about that. And the Lord reminded me that I need to learn how to glow in the dark. You know, Matthew 5, 15 through 16 says, let your light shine. Are you glowing in the dark? We live in such a dark society. It's important that we let our light shine. Life lesson number seven. Did you know you can hear previous One Life shows? That's right. If you ever missed a show, just tune into your favorite platform. Type in One Life, scroll down to hear any show you like. We're more than just a podcast. We are a total experience. And we bring the receipts. All 66 of them. (laughs) 
Got you again. <laughs> so tune in to the One Life Podcast. You never have to miss a show. Thank you guys for joining us and coming back with us. We are back. We are back today. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke 6, 36 through 37. Luke 6, 36 through 37. And it reads, be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. We're going to focus on the 36th verse that says, be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. So today we're going to be talking from the topic, the mercy seat. Father God, in Jesus name, Lord God, we come before you. Thanking you, Lord God, for this moment. Thanking you for this opportunity to minister, Lord God, to shed light, to shed insight, to shed revelation, oh God. Father, I ask, Lord God, that you allow me to do whatever it is that you have instructed me to do during this moment of time with the listeners, oh God. And Father, we just thank you and we invite your presence. We invite your spirit, oh God. And we thank you in advance for you getting the glory in all things that we do, Father. We yield our will over to you right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. You know, when I was... um. When I was a little girl, I think I had to have been like in the kindergarten. Back then, you could do a little scripture, but not a lot of scripture in school. So we would recite the the um, the Pledge of Allegiance. And we would recite where it says, do unto others. And they would call it the golden rule. We would have to recite the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. I was five years old and we had to always, every time we came to school, the bell would ring, Pledge of Allegiance, and we would have to say that. There were some other things, but I don't remember, but that I do remember. And I believe that it shaped my way of thinking. You know, during that time era, it shaped us. It, you know, if if we had a situation going on, we immediately thought about do unto others as we would have them to do unto you because that's what the teacher was going to reiterate. That's what our parents was going to reiterate, of course, with some other stuff that go with it, of of course, okay? But that was just drilled inside of me. Fast forward to a few years back, you would hear former first lady said she would say, when they go low, (laughs) we go high. And I've had some friends. (laughs) I've had some friends that say, "Uh uh-uh, when they go low, I'm taking it lower. We're going to the lowest of the lowest of the earth, you know. 
But God want us to show mercy. Then there's another scripture that says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever. That whatsoever means whatsoever. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he surely reap. So nobody get away with doing wrong nobody get away with with doing wrong and no one goes unrewarded for doing right amen then there's another scripture that says whatever you sow you shall surely reap my mama used to love that one you're gonna reap what you sow (laughs) you're gonna reap what you sow There are so many different scriptures in the Bible where God showed mercy. Now, the word mercy relates to forgiveness or to withhold punishment. Amen. And the woman who was caught in the, you know, she was caught in adultery. To this day, we don't know where that man at, (laughs) but they brought the woman to Jesus. She was caught in adultery and Jesus says, where are your accusers? You know, go and sin no more. How many of you know that was mercy? That was mercy. He released her. He gave, he forgave her. He released her. He gave her mercy. Then there was the prodigal son. You know, you got this one child, you know, he going to take his little stuff and he thinking he grown and he going to go out into the world. He's going to party. He's going to drink. He's going to do whatever he felt like doing. Then he got tired, didn't have no more money. And he brings his little self home. And, and, and the father threw a party for him, gave him a ring, gave him a robe. Gave him mercy. Gave him mercy. And then, of course, we have Jesus Christ. Who prior to being crucified, he was lied on. He was talked about. He was, I mean, spat on all of these different things they did to Jesus. And when Jesus was about to give up the ghost and die. He said, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He gave them mercy. He gave them mercy. And I had to, as I was preparing for the message, I had to really think about my life because so much stuff happened so quickly to where, when you're in that moment, you're not thinking about giving nobody mercy. You're thinking about <laughs> how I'm finna get home to my family. I, I ain't studying at what you're doing. Whatever. But God wants us to show mercy. He wants us to show mercy, y'all. I had a friend who years ago, not so many years ago, but years ago, who... um 
she had asked me to take her somewhere. And I've never been at this particular place before. I took off work because it was something that was going to be beneficial and helpful to her. So I take off work, take her, uh, gotta be several. It probably was an hour and a half drive to two hours drive to where she needed to be. And when I don't know where I'm going, I like to get, I like to get up, get there early. Right. Cause I don't know how traffic is going to be, whatever. And I was probably six minutes from her house. I was at a Publix and I called her and I said, listen, I'm at the Publix. Didn't I tell you that this is, this is her response to me. Didn't I tell you to come and get me at seven 30? My God from Zion. That was her statement. That was her tone. Oh, Jesus. I said, well, what I'll do is I'll wait here at the Publix to 730 and then I'll come by and scoop you up. My words, my tone. I call my mom. Now, you know, my mom, for those of you who know my mom, my mom is, <laughs> I love her so much. But I told her what happened and I can't tell y'all. I can't, I can't tell y'all what she told me to tell her. How about that? <laughs> But I proceed to pick her up and she gets in the car. She didn't say good morning. She didn't say thank you. None of that. But in that moment, y'all, I had so much compassion on her because when people are going through things in their body, um, you're, you tend to be angry for what you don't know that may happen. So I, I understood her fear. I understood her um, her place of unfamiliarity, if that makes sense. Now, it did not excuseify her behavior, but the Holy Ghost allowed me to understand her behavior all the more. I gave her mercy. God want us to be merciful, merciful. He don't want us to be abused. He don't want us to be used. He don't want us to be mistreated, but we have to take time to sit back. I don't know why God is going in this direction, but we give him glory. We have to take time sometimes to sit back and show empathy and to allow ourselves to be in their shoes to say, you know what? How would you respond if this was you? Because we could say a minute, we could say a minute, oh, honey, I wouldn't dare say this. I wouldn't dare do that. We don't know because we've never been in that situation. So that's what God was sharing with me was she's scared. So her fear looks like anger because she's scared of the unknown. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when we're in this race called life and, and we have people that step to us the wrong way, we need to take a moment, <laughs> listen to what they're saying and show mercy. And I know this, this ain't popular. <laughs> 
It ain't popular at all, but it show is God. And, and that's who I please. That's who I aim to please. Now there have been times when the, my response wasn't merciful. <laughs> my response was the same response. My mama would have given Amen. glory to God. Cause I am her child, but I'm also a child of God. Amen. But there have been moments when my response wasn't the best. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, you need to kind of hold up, you know, check your, check your tone and, 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 and take it down the two. Because you right now you on 15, you need to take that thing down the two. And I'm, I'm learning y'all. I'm learning how to listen and allow God to speak through me in that moment so that it can be a moment for him and not a moment for me. Amen. So when it's a moment for God, then you're going to be listening with ears of compassion and you're going to have a tone that's seasoned with grace to that hearer so that you can meet the needs that they may have that they don't even know that they have. Glory to God. We're talking about the mercy seat. We're talking about the mercy seat because we're living in a time where our first instinct is to fight. Our first instinct is to run off at the lip instead of asking God, Lord, how do you want me to respond in this moment? And I know, (laughs) I know it's challenging, like for real, for real. But guess what? We're here to glorify and to magnify God. That's what we're here to do. Our lives are not our own. Our bodies don't belong to us. Our life don't belong to us. We're here to listen to what God is saying to us in that moment. And it may, it's going to vary. It's not a cookie cutter. It's going to vary. But that particular time, that particular moment when I took her to her appointment where she needed to be. I was so quiet because I wanted to hear God. I was so quiet, honey. I think I was quiet because I was silencing my flesh because how many, of you know, that when people talk to you the wrong way, your flesh can meet their energy. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, the Holy ghost, allowed me to extend compassion towards her. As we continued to drive, I still said nothing because I, I just wanted her because it was so early in the morning and I knew she needed to gather herself and I knew she was tired of um, the different procedures that she was having um, taking place. But I started having an understanding and the conversation went from her having a angry, um, mean, nasty tone to one of humility, to one of like a little child of, of fear. And she just wanted reassurance. My God, Jesus, we got to learn to take the time to care. Cause some, sometimes now, sometimes we just don't want to care, but we got to learn 
to take the time to care. I don't care what the world is saying. I don't care what the message the world is, is bringing. We still are believers and we still need to operate like children of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I don't care if I'm the minority. Glory to God. I'm still going to say what thus said the Lord. And we got to take people to the mercy seat. We have to get the word of God says, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Now, is it going to take some work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it going to take some dying of our flesh? Absolutely. But we're here to glorify God in our lives. We're here to glorify God. And I forgot all about do unto others as you will have them to do unto you. Something that over, I finished say 50 years ago, because it has been 50 years ago, almost that I used to live by as a child that was instilled in me as a child. And then as we grew up, We start defending ourselves instead of letting God vindicate us and defend us. We do. We do. And by me being a a writer, I know how to will my words. But sometimes God says, bite your tongue, be silent. I got this because there's a bigger picture at hand. And the bigger picture many times is bringing restoration and wholeness to somebody else because it ain't always about us. It's not always about us. Glory to God. In that moment, (laughs) I learned a lot. I learned a lot about God and my mom is very protective of me. She really is. Now, I I understand and I know certain things, but she's she's very protective of me. But <laughs> she was she would say one thing, and I said, "But Mama, we need to we need to you know we need to chill out with this, you know, because this is what God is saying for us to do. This is what God is is saying how we should respond." Glory to God. And I believe that anytime we respond the way God says that we should respond, it's a victory. He's being glorified. But anytime we let our flesh ride on a chariot just to say we're matching each other's energy, we're being glorified. Our flesh is being glorified and God ain't nowhere in the picture. We got to learn to humble ourselves. And do things the way God would have them to be done. We got to learn how to. The Bible says you shall know that they are Christians by their love. Nowadays. If you don't see their Bible, you don't even know they're Christians. That's a shame. That's a shame. And I'm like, God, I want to do better. I want to do better. 
I don't care what is going on in this world. We still have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. We still have to be a beacon of light in this dark society. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The mercy seat of God. You never know when you're going to need it. You never know when you're going to be the one needing to be on the mercy seat of God. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Hallelujah. I don't know who this message is for. It might not be for you today, but it's for somebody. It might be for you tomorrow. Watch how you handle people. Watch how you treat people. And I got to do the same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was talking to a friend and he said, see, he was sharing. Um, he was saying how he hang out with some people that are not saved. And he said, see, I had to check myself. He said, because I don't want them rubbing off on me. I want to be rubbing off on them. No matter what we look at on TV, no matter what we see on YouTube, no matter what we hear on our jobs, no matter what our family and co-workers are saying and doing, we better make sure that the Christ in us is rubbing off on them and not the other way around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We cannot compromise when it comes to the things of God. When I think about those men and women of the Bible day, how they stood for right, how they stood for Christ, how they stood for God. My God, Jesus. When you talk about Daniel, when you talk about Shadrach, Meshach, they stood for what they believed in. They stood on who they knew could help them. And they didn't back down no matter the consequences. No matter the consequences, they did not stand down. They did not bow. Glory to God. And we won't even extend mercy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I challenge you to extend mercy. I challenge you to walk in forgiveness Hallelujah. Let's show some empathy. I know it's going to be, you know, inconvenience and uncomfortable and all that stuff. But let's be that beacon of light. We ain't, we ain't, we're not going through half nowhere near as some of the things that they went through back then. But let's stand up. Glory to God. And let's 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 be merciful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, when we come back, I'm going to give you your homework assignment. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the One Life Podcast Show with Cece Eccles, the show where Jesus Christ is Lord and is always welcome. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. 
And we're back. Today we've been talking from the topic, the mercy seat. And mercy means forgiveness. Mercy means to withhold a punishment. To withhold a punishment. You know, there are going to be moments in our in our lives that there are going to be many times we're gonna we're gonna want to punish some people. we're going to want to give them back the same energy that they give us. But mercy said, no glory to God. CC Winans has a song called mercy said, no. And we have to think about Jesus, you know, and the mercy that he gave us when we deserve death, when we deserve to be punished, when we deserve not to be forgiven, he said, as long as we asked for it, he was going to give it to us. So we need to do the same with others. You know, and even when Jesus was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. They were laughing at him, man. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That took so much tenacity and courage and intestinal fortitude. That took a lot to say that when you know you had the power to punish them, when you know you had the power to, to seek revenge on them, that took a lot. And we are to follow in Jesus's footsteps. We are to follow in his footsteps. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, This podcast wants you to be saved. This podcast do not want, you know, I don't want you to be left behind. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you want to make him the Lord of your life, please repeat after me. Father, I am a sinner, but I ask that you come into my heart and take away all of my sins Wash me. I believe that you are the son of the living God, that you came on earth, that you died on the cross and that you got up on the third day with all power in your hand. Father, I want my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. Lord, I trust you as being my Lord and Savior. I accept you this day in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Now, if you repeated that after me, you're saved. That's part one. The other part of it is, it's important that you find a Bible teaching church. There's so many churches out here, but you want to get a church where you can fill apart, where you can grow where you can learn, where you can submit to the things of God, where you can have an additional extension of home. Amen. Seek out, ask God to show you, to lead you to a certain brook where you can drink from the brook, where you can grow, where you can expand, where you can walk in your purpose, where you can walk in your gift, where you can walk in power, where you can lead somebody else to the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And if you've just repeated that after me, I would love to read about your experience. Sing your experience to 
the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. Amen. Now, when we come back, I'm going to give you your homework assignment. We'll be right back. And we're back. Today we've been talking from the topic, the mercy seat. And we said that mercy means forgiveness or to withhold a punishment. Your homework assignment is going to be to search your heart. Are you holding unforgiveness towards someone? Are you not showing mercy towards someone? You know, Jesus had every opportunity not to give us mercy, but he did. So your homework assignment is going to be to search your heart (laughs) and to pardon someone else of their guilt and of their sins. Amen. Pardon them of their sins. Show mercy. Let them sit at the seat of mercy. Send your homework assignment to the CC Eccles group at gmail.com. Don't forget to submit your questions, whatever it is you want us to talk about on conversations with with CC, conversations with CC. We're going to be doing that. We're going to continue to do conversations with CC. So I love you guys to life. And until next time, ciao. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then send it to a friend. It's all about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or for additional information regarding speaking engagements, contact the CC Uncles group at gmail.com. I love you to life.